Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch. And Jake. Jake, quick hit number four. I kind of like these things, diving in, really talking about some things outside of our normal structure of uh, cardboard confessionals and kind of gives it a little uh, different turn, so to say. A little different juice, Mitch. I, I enjoy hopping on these as well, too. Just a quick convo on on uh, some thoughts that just happened to pass by throughout the, the day or the week and We'll see where this one takes us. Yeah, I had a, a good buddy that asked me about this. Uh, he really enjoyed it, uh, listening to this stuff and the, the quick hits. And he's like, do you guys ever think about following your gut feeling, your first initial gut feeling? And I've kind of thought about it a little bit prior to that, but it really makes you think. Uh, so that's kind of what I want to dive into today. Let's do it. Uh, I've had several different instances, and you certainly have as well too, during life where uh, we do trust our gut at times, and otherwise, uh, in other times, we're struggling with it a little bit, or or may uh, be pulled in a couple different directions on on what to decide. So I'm excited to just hear your perspective, Mitch, uh, throughout the different experiences, and then tie in the listeners, and and we'll go from there. Well, I think. The first initial response to this um, this statement, this question, this topic, is uh, confidence. I think confidence plays a big role in this. We we second guess ourselves uh, with our gut reaction because there's been a time where we went with our gut uh, feeling, and it didn't pay out for us. And I think that's why we we tend to hesitate a little bit when we are making those decisions. Yeah, and I've always been a, a big time planner so I, I typically try and plan stuff out and it's funny uh, I'll be planning out uh, you know for example one of the projects that I'm working on right now I'll be planning out um, certain aspects and whatnot and, and trying to decide if this thing will work or this thing and I can feel which one uh, I can feel intuitively what's going to be the right one and which one makes more sense and which which path I should go down per se if you will. So I, I've always enjoyed kind of that, that battle, Mitch. Um, but it's, it's intuition. It's, it's, it's our heart and it's our soul that's speaking to us and and trying to tell us, uh, what's right. And what's, what's tricky. And maybe I can get your take on this is sometimes it, it feels scary to trust our gut, right? There's that, that fear factor of, you know, you get a little, you get a little wheezy or uneasy, you know, an uneasiness in your stomach when you're trying to make a decision and, and you want to listen to your gut, but you also know that that path is going to be hard. Have you had instances like that? And you kind of get what I'm referencing there? Well, then other than my stinking fantasy team, when I'm 80% of the time, I'm picking the wrong <laughs> quarterback to start because I don't, there is no, my gut. The, I, I don't know. Yeah, if there, I, there's I, no right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking 85% of the time I'm wrong on that decision. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're right. Other than, of course, the the fantasy football, I think we do this. We do this a lot. We we look at our gut feeling, and we constantly weigh it. And I think those are the battles that make us who we are. Those are the battles that build our self esteem and our our motivation and how we perform, our stress levels that no one really sees. No one, they're not visible. And constantly, and it and it depends on person on person. Like that decision to trust your gut feeling kills some people. They they can't overcome that because they can never make their decision up, and that's what leads to high anxiety before before they even have to like step in front of someone or or defend themselves. 
they're dealing with this inner battle of trusting their gut feeling and it's it's human nature for us Jake to always focus on the negative when we go with our gut feeling and it's right we forget about it like oh yeah that's what's supposed to happen that was my initial belief but those handful of times that we went against our gut feeling or or went with our gut feeling and uh, came up short we'll remember those years later does that make any sense it does and <laughs> i kind of chuckle thinking about it just just from personal experience mitch i i think of the move uh that i made you know i know i, re- I reference that quite a bit but um i knew i needed to make a change and I, and I thought there was something more out out there for me something bigger something more more fulfilling if you will and when i dropped everything and, and moved out to colorado i was trusting my gut now what happened did finally happen but not in any sort of which way that i thought it was going to you know it i thought i was going to get out there and find the the fulfillment and kind of the the boost that i was looking for and actually the exact opposite happened but then the fallout from that led me to more self-discovery self self-growth um self-improvement and i really kind of you know refound myself or or rekindled that energy that I had and now it's brought me to like I said the the website uh, my ebook the seven book seven day gratitude challenge um, our podcast so it's brought me to more purpose and more fulfillment trusting my gut in the original the original decision it just didn't take me the the exact route that I thought it was gonna so I'm curious on on your whole story and I guess when you when you make decisions you have that gut feeling right that's your initial response like the way because I want to think I remember reading an article on this your first initial response is how you were you're raised those are your core values that's where you're at and then after that after analyzing it That's like how society pushes you. And I think that's very similar to this as well. Your gut feeling is like where you come from. The decision that you make, where you're coming from, where you see yourself, your vision, right? But we second guess that because society gets in the way. We wonder what people are going to think about us, how they're going to to feel about the whole situation, uh, where we're going to be, the consequences. So I think those two go hand in hand. I I really do I uh, think that and what are your what are your thoughts on that well I think so too what what that takes me to Mitch is is we've talked about fear in season one we had a great episode in season one on on the fear of, of failure and fear is a tricky thing I I don't remember the exact quote um, but I, I I read a book that I would highly recommend to everyone um, that may have been through a tough time it's it's by Mastin Kip and it's called claim your power and Mastin basically takes you through a, a framework of, of overcoming fear. And what he says in there, and I'm paraphrasing, is basically when you feel that deep fear uh, about a decision, fear is actually showing you or telling you that it's the right thing to do. Because to your point, we often grow up with, you know, when we come up with a, a fear of, of an initial choice or an initial um, decision that we're going to make fear comes up and yes how we're raised um, factors into that right away and then the fear is showing up in the sense that you're making the right decision 
because oftentimes we become comfortable in the ways that we grow up. We become comfortable in in our lives, um, relationships, friendships, careers, etc. And fear is when something's about to change. But oftentimes that changes for the better and fear is the actual response that's telling you that. So I know I'm paraphrasing Mastin there, but I think it's a sign that you're going in the right direction. See, and I think a lot of times we we can't get out of our way when we make a decision. We might even trust our gut feeling, but between then and your final product, there's so many things that go on in between that. Obviously things that... Uh, that happened in society, the people that were around, the relationships that we build. But constantly, it, it, it reminds me of like buyer's remorse. Like you make a decision, you make this big purchase, and then after that you wonder why in the world you bought it. I think we do that when we make decisions too sometimes. And it can even be from our gut. Holy smokes, I made this decision quick. I never thought about it. And then constantly as you're trying to carry out that decision, we're wondering if we made the right decision. You're not even giving yourself a chance to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. I I always take myself back to um, just times in my life where where I've had a lot of sense of fear, Mitch, and society does play a, a big role, or at least I, I'll say that it used to in in the fear of of being judged or or making the wrong decision, and that's completely fair. Um, but what I just take myself back to and what, what the, you know, what our conversation is revolving around is trusting your gut is, is important because that's, that's intuition. And in, in a deeper sense, I think it's, you know, um, something a little bit more, uh, soulful or, or divine in the sense that, um, it's coming from your heart and it's coming from a good place. And, and a lot of times that is fearful, but it's also, there's also something there that's telling us, that that something is right or wrong. You know what I'm saying there? I do. I do. Uh, and I think that goes back to my point earlier about that initial response that you get when you're observing a situation and needing to make a decision. That initial response, that's truly you. That's your beliefs. That's your background. And then as you move forward and you start second-guessing yourself, that's actually society. That's, that's your experiences, what you're dealing with, uh, looking at it that way what uh i'm gonna ask you this mitch just to get uh maybe a little bit deeper on it what is there an instance or an experience or a decision in your life where you really 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 fought your gut feeling and in the end whether whether it was right or wrong do you have an instance there that maybe you could uh share with with us and our listeners yeah i mean yeah, with I mean in school making decisions there every single day. You're always making you're you're having to make decisions on your feet and then wondering if you made the right one. Um but maybe I don't. Maybe I'm going to allow you to to do that and then I'll I'll think of one. But what I will say is that I've been able to go out and show people that I care, build relationships. I think that's what's helped me having to make those decisions are tough but when people see me making those decisions they know that I put kids and I put the community uh, up front when I'm making those decisions they know that I'm making those decisions because I care about the people that I work with so that I would say that really helps I hope you have one on the top of your head so I can think a little bit but that's where I come from right now sure 
And and I'll I'll just reference my example earlier and just dive into that a little bit more. When I moved out to Colorado, basically on a whim, um, I was scared out of my wits, Mitch. Just to put it plain and simple, I was so so fearful in just making a, a complete leap. You know, I I had been pretty well cemented within the Dakotas. Um, you know, obviously growing up in South Dakota, spending my entire life here until I, I did eventually move to Fargo for a couple of years, but, you know, pretty implanted in, in the Midwest and then moving out to, to Denver on a whim and just experiencing brand new things literally every single day was, was both a, a learning experience and exciting at times and extremely scary uh, at other times too. So, but that, like I mentioned earlier, that, that initial, that initial trust of my gut feeling eventually leaded me to, to where I wanted to go. Uh, just again, not in the route that I expected it to. So, sorry, I just wanted to comment too on, on what you've done. You know, you talk about the people that you're impacting Mitch and your, your position in education. I think that's important to note is I think part of trusting your gut feeling is, is, trusting who you surround yourself with and and making good decisions on who you surround yourself with and I think that's uh trusting your gut with those with those people and surrounding yourself with good people I think that plays a a big factor into you know making a positive impact and I think you've done that well thank you well and thanks for sharing that story I know new is new is tough uh I think our gut feeling not all the time Jake not all the time but I think that our gut feeling tends to lean towards that comfort zone a little bit too i really do i think we know what we have and i would probably say when i moved positions uh, after waverly five years knew i had a good community a good group of kids a good staff to to work with and i jumped and went to a different town it was the first job change i ever made uh, that was that big a deal first uh, within a career so i would say that uh when I finally did it, and that's the interesting thing about school, Jake, like you make the decision, you're still at school until the end of May, and then you get two months of kind of trying to prepare and stuff like that. So you got a lot of time to think about decisions that you've made, right? And mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I second-guessed it, but I certainly looked at the pros and cons. I got to work with my wife in Waverly, and I, I would say that's a good thing. I don't know if she would think it was a good thing or not. But uh, the whole new thing, you know, I'm driving, and I, I, I would say that I second-guess that decision a handful of times, but uh, it was, the thing is, I ho- you know, I had faith, uh, hope that things would get better if I worked hard and continued to develop relationships with good people around me, and it has, and uh, I don't look back, and I think that's another thing, too. When we go with our gut, don't look back don't look back constantly we're trying to fight people in our way people get in our way things get in our way all the time and that's enough like don't don't put yourself on top of those list of people and the naysayers that you have to prove wrong and i think we do that a lot and that's why we second guess ourselves and that's why we're so tentative to go with our gut feeling yeah no thanks for sharing that mitch i appreciate that and we can close out uh, on kind of that that just reference of, of faith, Mitch. Um, I think uh, our gut is is in a in a way kind of the 
a, a divine way of, of telling us what's right and what's wrong. And I think the, the more and more that we can trust our gut and trust those decisions, like you said, we make plenty of decisions and we can't go back. We can't rechange. Uh, all we can do is move forward. So move forward, trust your gut, and just know that it's coming from from something you know deep within yourself. I think that's that's key and and something that's really cool. So quite a few people. It's been a while since we we shot one out. So we have quite a few people that have reached out. A lot of good support, Jake. Uh, what any shout outs from you? Yeah, I've heard from a, a majority of of people and and some followers that just. Uh, again, have kind of reiterated and appreciated what we're doing here, Mitch. Uh, I've had a, a couple of people as well, too, saying they're getting caught up. And it's really cool. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to Chelsea Breck, uh, who actually just started listening to our podcast a couple weeks ago, Mitch. Um, she was looking for some recommendations, and I said, uh, hey, you know, uh, listen to the little things if you want to change the pace. And I think she's almost caught up on our entire uh on our entire episode library right now. Um, but yeah, she just mentioned that she said, uh, keep up the great work. This is awesome. These are my types of, of podcasts. And she especially enjoyed episode nine, which is uh, living in fear to fail. So I thought that was really cool from, from again, Chelsea Breck. And then I'd like to shout out Hannah Murray as well too. Uh, also someone who's come onto the podcast as of late and catching up and listening to our conversations and, she said that she's really enjoyed the, the topics and then is excited for us to get out and speak and continue to uh, spread our message. So, again, a uh, shout-out to Hannah Murray as well, too. Sweet, man. Uh, uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate your, your time. I would like to give two shout-outs as well. One, Chris Ferrero shot us a, a deal where he watched, like, eight episodes in a weekend. What a cool deal. I mean, that's <laughs> what it's all about, binge-watching, you know. I know we're not Netflix, but uh, I'm glad we're offering some entertainment to some folks. And lastly, uh, Jeff Danielson, he's the one that came up with this topic. We talked about it one night uh, over at his place and loved the idea right when he said it. And I said, yeah, we gotta, I got to pick Jake's brain on, on this topic. So thanks, Jeff, and thank you, Chris. Yeah, thanks, guys. Chris, uh, that message was hilarious. So Spotify sends out a, a year in review of the top things that you listen to, and the Little Things podcast was in his top five of things listened to the entire year. So, uh, yeah, we really appreciate you, Chris. Enjoyed uh, enjoyed reading that message. We couldn't do it without uh, these sponsors. They've done a great job helping us getting the word out, and it's been crazy. It's been a crazy year, Jake. Might be the last one we do of this year. We'll see if we can't sneak another one in over Christmas break here. But uh, these sponsors have really helped us to reach out to, to new viewers. We've had a few giveaways. We've sold some uh, merchandise. And uh, without these uh, season sponsors, we couldn't do it. Our season three sponsors, South Dakota Army National Guard, as well as Alan and Connie Fannin. Thank you guys for the support of not only season three, but the entire Little Things podcast. Jake, last comments. Yeah, just again, thank you to our sponsors. It means so much to to Mitch and I and and how far we've come. It seems like just yesterday we were hopping on and trying to figure out podcasting software and and uh, plugged in the microphones and here we are, uh, thirty four episodes later. It's it's pretty wild, but yeah, with the with the holidays and everything coming up, uh, if you are able to get with your families, uh, really really enjoy that time. Um, put the phones down, um, be present and, and really enjoy the, the time with 
family and friends over the holidays and and again to our listeners thank you so much we couldn't do this without you guys and your feedback and support means everything to us um our email is thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com and be sure to like our facebook page as well too the little things podcast and again just appreciate you guys so much thank you pretty fitting comment there because our next episode ask me anything in season three got a lot of questions that came in uh via email text on our facebook page so we appreciate that really looking forward to diving into those questions with you jake this is mitch and jake signing out <laughs>